As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Donna Dort. Donna Dort. Donna Dort. This is Lee Dort and I'm Donna Dunk. This is Lee Dort, and I'm down to Dort. I'm Josh Giddy, and I'm down to dunk. Hey, this is Kenny Hustle, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Poku, and I'm down to dunk. I love cereal. Captain Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cracklin' Oat Brand. Oh, I can have these? I'm going to share with my team, but I'm a hog most Episode one, one, seven, two of down, two, dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. But I got to say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Slam through. Taylor. Be running up that road. Be running up that hill. Be running up that building. Slam through. And Jay. It's Jay. Stranger Things? What just? Oh, yeah. Vaguely. Yeah. Don't yeah. Watch, I don't watch that. It's you don't one, watch it. No. Do you watch it? It's the one that Andrew? saved Max. Yeah, I man. watch it. Hey. I haven't, been, I haven't gotten this, through this. Season four is great. I haven't gotten through season four. Every episode is the length of a movie, though. Talking about it episode is. length. Last night I was trying to watch it like before. Yeah. This is why I'm like dragging this morning because it was eleven fifteen, eleven thirty, and I finally was like, I just need to be done with this. It's so good. And some though. of it's a little. The later episodes, a so lot spoilers, of man, a lot of dialogue, mm. a lot of dialogue, a lot of, a lot of dialogue. I want to no, know. Good, I want to know. Um, I saw Kate Bush, that Kate Bush song was on a playlist that was like, <laughs> what are those called? Like up and coming stars or, it's like, or like charting. Yeah. It's like, it's, she had, she released something. Rising, like, the, she great. was like on a rising yeah. stars challenge. Uh, 
I can't talk this morning. Good yeah, man, welcome back. <laughs> welcome. There were like crazy storms last night in OKC, and I think a lot of us woke up quite a bit. Please don't night. talk to us yeah. about the weather. Oh, sorry, Andrew. Yeah, all well, your I dreams. No. no dreams, no weather. I didn't have any dreams. Especially dreams about the weather. It was, it was way it, out. For me, it was super disorienting because I like walked outside this morning and like debris and my umbrella from my backyard was on the ground. Like all sorts of pots were over. And man, you know what I'm saying? It was like the upside down. It was. I felt like the upside down. <laughs> So we are less than two weeks away from the NBA draft. Ooh! What are you going to do on the draft night? What are you going to do? What should everyone do? What should they do? Uh, (laughs) You should go to (laughs) Fassler Hall in Oklahoma City. If you're out of town, don't let that limit you. Make plans. You've got the the PTO. We already got (laughs) PTO. We already got people saying they're flying in. Well... We got people flying in from, I counted up to uh, 35 of our states. So we need 15 more states to fly they don't, in. They're not limiting themselves. And neither should you. You should Here's be here. I'm going to go ahead and just say this. We're going to give an award. Whoever travels the furthest. Mm. Whoever travels the furthest. We're having two t-shirt designs, correct? That's correct. You Jay. get one free of each one of those t-shirts. Whoa. Wow. Jay, well, you're paying for that and one. Luke will buy a pint for you. Jay, I don't know if we can afford that. I got yeah. that, man. I'll take, I'll take care of it. Okay, okay. We I, are. This is before you told everybody on the podcast that each shirt is $100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Each shirt. It's true. That's very exclusive. It's customized. Someone is sewing it with needle and thread. They're $125. It's gold in it. Yes. We are making, we're going to have two new shirts there to pre-order we're gonna have them what they look like but once one's not gonna be completely done because it's gonna have the person that we draft on it wait 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 are we giving away the the designs do you want to hmm maybe next week we'll, we'll unveil them on twitter next week yes, i thought man. i thought we Let's had a week talk about it i thought we had a week for this we have two weeks. they're do both very good this? one do is you have a design oh yeah yeah we have two we have two we're working on it. no we don't have the it's, we're working it's on it. getting done Trust us. By a very prominent designer here Ooh, in OKC. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. Well-known, legendary man. Legend. Thunder legend. D-U-S-T-Y. Mm, what does that mean? <laughs> but it's going to be exciting. Serge Ibaka. Everyone designing. needs to be there <laughs> at, the draft, at the draft party. Yeah, you should be there. You, if you are, Even if you're going to be there by yourself, you will make a friend and maybe even a lifelong friend. Because they love the thunder just as much as you do. True. Mm-hmm. That's why we we're lifelong friends. What time? Six p.m. Six to ten. Yeah, I'm gonna get there five thirty. Maybe it's grab myself. Before. Maybe grab myself something to eat before the chaos breaks out. Yeah, that's a good idea. What time does the draft start? Because the draft's not at six. Seven. That's what I'm talking about. You got one hour to prep yourself. Yep. That's yeah. good. You know that one hour allows you enough time to get. You know, one and a half drinks in, I think, would be responsible from six to seven. Is that big. still too fast? The drinks there are it depends. big. Yeah, exactly. If you get a big no, drink. correct. Wow. Is it, a, is it a Stein? Yeah, I'm talking is one and a half Dos Boots. Yeah. Ooh, one and a half Dos Boots. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a long night. Is that not? Uh, an early night. I don't know which one that really works out. <laughs> and here's what you also get to do. At our age, it's a very early night. Yeah. <laughs> if you get there at six, you have one full hour to discuss and debate whether or not the Thunder are going to move up, move down, 
pick four players, pick three players, pick two players. You can, for one whole hour, mm-hmm. you can just talk to your friends about whether or not they're going to move up, move down, who they're going to get, who do you like, why you don't like Chet, why his frame's too light. You like Jabari. You love Paolo. One whole hour of just nonstop talk. Yep. Man, what a night. It's going to be great. That does be sound there. fun. You know what? I'm going to go. And just do that. Yeah, I'm going to go. How many picks do you think it would take to move up? 30, 34, 12 to get to three. Answer that question. Oof. What else you got to add to it? Next year's 23. Ooh, unprotected. Mm-hmm. That would do it. Wow. 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 Who would take it? That would be wildly nearsighted. Who would take it? Do we have, okay, here's a real question. Are there, is there a team or two in that range, six to 12, that you think would be most likely to actually trade that pick? The Blazers are going to trade the pick. Okay. Zards? I mean, who knows? Mm, right. With them. The Lord. The Lord knows. <laughs> I'm sure he does. See you, Luke. I'll be right back. Bye, Luke. <laughs> Have a great day. Um, I would. That's a first. Uh, I don't know. Those, those are probably He's already crab walking. Those are the two most likely teams to trade the pick. <laughs> the The Blazers want to be good right now. Right now, Ain't no way to hide that one. No. Uh, the Blazers want to be good now, and there are a few players in that range that will help you be good now. I mean, if Keegan Murray fell to them, then he would—that's that might be the only guy that you would say, okay, we don't have to trade the pick. In fact, we don't even probably have to trade for Jeremy Grant mm-hmm. because he's going to be like a better shooting Jeremy Grant. So yeah, but these guys like so Portland. The thing that keeps Oklahoma City out of it unless they can because Oklahoma City could trade draft assets probably more so than players like you do think maybe they could Kenrich and Dort but does that move the needle enough to go from 12 to 7 or 12 to 9 or 12 to 8 not for these teams no I don't think so either that's why it's like you would have to make it to where you're including your draft assets so that Portland could create a better package for somebody else, mm-hmm. so Oklahoma City gets seven, or or a more, or a more natural like. Jeremy Grant is not worth, not worth the seven pick or whatever they are in the draft, right? Like that's too high. Yeah, but if they were able to draft down or step back and get twelve, twelve maybe is more reasonable. Mm-hmm. Plus whatever the Thunder gave them in the future for for another asset or another move later on or. So that they can have another draft shot in a few years, you know, like yeah. that's where it makes more sense. Yeah, um, if they've got Denver's pick next year, that will probably convey it's like top. It's a lottery protected pick, and then they've I got mean, they've, they've got, got those got, Wizards and Pistons picks. They've got the Wizards and Pistons pick, which starts next year, but it won't convey next year probably. That will likely convey in the next like few years, though. Like, you could probably include those to get there. Yeah, but the question is for me. I mean, uh, we've we've beaten this conversation to death, but is the guy you're going to get in that 7 to 10 range that much better than 12 if you look at it through the lens of a 2024 or 25 Wizards or Pistons lightly protected pick because one of them i think they get as low as like top eight protected yeah 
it will probably be a pick in the teens. Okay. Um, however, I would say don't do it. And I'm about to tell you why. Well, you're about tell to us. dunk. I'm about to dunk. Uh, I think I still have that. <laughs> You've been working on that. That That's was pretty like good. Really so spot on. Yeah. Me and my, my kids think it's the funniest thing. I'm about to dunk. So we say it to Duty each other again? a lot. I'm about to dunk. Now, now you do it. I'm about to dunk. I'm about to dunk. I'm about to dunk. I can't tell the difference. Yeah, no close your eyes. No idea. Andrew Abrinish. <laughs> so there is a sweet spot in the draft, which is later. It's like the late lottery. <laughs> Uh, and then there's like the bitter beer face zone of the draft, mm-hmm. which is in the seven to 10 range. So I'm going to go over those for like the last several years. The bitter beer face zone of 2020, Ooh. Killian Hayes, Obi Toppin, Denny Avdia, Jalen Smith was seven through 10. Mm. 11, 12 was Devin Vassell and Tyrese Halliburton. You would much rather have either one of those guys than anybody who went in the bitter beer face yeah. zone. Yeah. Twenty nineteen, bitter beer face zone. Jared Culver, Kobe White, Jackson Hayes, Rui Hachimura, Cam Reddish. Mm, Rui. Rui's fine. He's a uh, yeah, but that's the not draft, a terrible. The content. sweet spot, yeah. eleven through thirteen. Cam Johnson, PJ Washington, Tyler Hero. Okay. 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 2018. I haven't skipped. I'm not skipping the draft. Not skipping drafts here. Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter, who's good. Colin Sexton, Kevin Knox. That's six through nine. 10 through 12, Mikhail Bridges, SGA, Miles Bridges. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because that's not the bitter beer face zone is not as bad. It's not as bitter. But Wendell would be fine. Comparatively to 10, 11, and 12. Would you rather Wendell Carter or SGA? Yeah. Or S- Wendell SGA. Carter or Miles or Bridges? Bridge. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of easy. 2017, 6 through 10, Jonathan Isaac, Larry Markinen, Frank Nilakina, Dennis Smith, Zach Collins. Ooh. That's 6 through 10. You want to trade through into the 6 to 10 range? Or would you rather have the 11 to 14 range, which is Malik Monk, Luke Kennard, Donovan Mitchell, and Bam Adebayo? Wow. Wow. It's a sweet spot. Wow. Sweet spot. 20, wow. 2016, wow. both the wow. bitter beer face and the sweet spot are small because <laughs> this draft stunk. Marquise Chris, Jakob Pertle, and Thon McCurr went 8, 9, 10. Ugh. 11 was a bonus. All-star. 2015, the bitter beer face zone is a wide-ranging one from 5 to 10. Mario Hazonia, Willie Cauley-Stein, Emmanuel Moutier, Stanley Johnson, Frank Kaminsky, Justice Winslow. Went 5 through 10. Mm. 11 through 16. Miles Turner, Trey Lyles, Devin Booker, Campaign, Kelly Oubre, Terry Rozier. Like all players that should have gone 5 through 10. Yeah. All of them. And then 2014 was the last one I did. Nick Skalskis, Bitter Beer Face, Noah Vonley. Alfred Payton, 8 through 10. And then 11 through 13 was Doug McDermott, Dario Sharich, and Zach Levine. Wow. So my argument is don't use the assets to trade into the bitter beer face zone. Right. It doesn't seem that way today, but in every single draft from all the way back to 2014, that area of the draft is where people make the most mistakes. The danger zone. 
And then once you get back to 12, thanks, man. Things get good. Yeah. I wonder what there's got to be some psychology behind this. I think the the thing is that with all of the guys that were taken in that range, it's it's a play on upside for all of them. Like you think of Killian Hayes or Jackson Hayes or Kevin Knox or Dennis Smith. It's like all these like good athletes that it just doesn't end up working. Do you think there's this idea if you're a team where it's like, okay, we don't have top five, so we're not going to get the best talent mm-hmm. in the draft. But we also don't want to take these guys that like we feel like maybe we know a little too much about, right? So let's let's use this six through ten for potential, mm-hmm. and that's the best value we're going to get from this. It happens but now every, every single, time, every single year. And now what you're telling me is that's not the best value in that range is not a is not a potential player pick. It hadn't worked. <laughs> I can tell you that. Now, the Thunder pick in the six to ten range last year and picked Josh Giddy, but Josh was projected to go like ten. Yeah. The week before. Hmm. So I think the Thunder are not going like this is and it's almost like the group think too. There's like group think among NBA teams, among the media, among everybody of who should go in what order. Like Booknight was supposed to go in that order, but he fell down. So maybe the people did a better job because like Franz Wagner went eight. Zaire Williams went ten. Like last year it doesn't look as bad. And then you get to the 11, 12, 13, it's Booknight, Primo, Duarte. It's like, okay. So, I mean, you could also argue that maybe teams are getting better at this, but also we have a one year sample size. Once we get three and or four years. What's proving to be a pretty good draft. It's a good draft, but we may get out, it may be five years from now and say, like, oh, like everybody, they did it right. You know, the top six Except picks for Charlotte. were the top six picks. So, I don't know. I do think teams are getting better at this. I do think that the players are getting better too. So, it's it's a, just an interesting thing to see that's happened in the past though, where it's just like somebody's going to fall in that range that's going to be really good. My my prediction has been that it's going to be Johnny Davis that falls and that's going to be good. People are out on Johnny Davis now because they just don't like his efficiency. I also think it's purely name-based why they're out It's a boring name. Yeah. Should I have Johnny Davis or Jeremy Sohan? Which I can confirm it's pronounced Sohan. Oh, come on. I like Sochan. No one thinks it's that. (laughs) (laughs) That is not the name that was mistakenly used. Oh. Oh. Would you rather have Johnny Davis or Usman Jang? Yeah, I kind of like that. Name. What's the last? When's the last Jang that's been good though? Gorgie Jang. Gorgie Jang. Is yeah. Gorgie good? He was like the uh, seventeenth. He's pick. solid. Solid. Johnny Davis. He's still like in the Johnny league. Davis. Yeah, he's, he's still solid. I like Jeremy Sohan too, though. I do too. I do. I like both those guys. That is, I mean, the encouraging thing is anybody outside of Mark Williams, you'd be kind of excited about. I'm not excited about Jing in the sense of, I don't want another. Like I think a lot of people are mocking him to the Thunder just because of the history of the Thunder taking those super athletic raw. He's not that athletic though. Oh, how about that? So the maybe pitch, the raw part, the pitch for Jang 
he's six foot nine. He can handle. He can really, really pass. Okay, for well, his size. Apparently, he's not the guy I thought he was. We don't. Need Sohan that. would be the guy that's he, more of what I just said. Yeah, we he don't can need super that. pass. He's kind of engaged on defense, kind of not, but he he has like a pull up three in his bag. He's he's really really skilled. So if they pick him, I, I would not be discouraged. Okay, he's well, he's not he's the guy more I he was. He's more new school thunder than he is old school thunder. Perfect. Also about last year's bitter beer face, bitter beer what bitter yeah. beer zone yeah bitter beer face zone yeah um a lot of these other ones <clears throat> that you mentioned didn't show to be bitter beer face players mm-hmm. until a couple years into their career. it takes time it does it takes time so it might be it might be just as bad as the rest of them it could if be. we give them time yeah very well could be that is true all right as of today what's your prediction. Chet Holmgren at two. And? Paolo Bancaro at three. Yes. Who the thought are going to get at 12 more so <laughs> than four? Paolo Bancaro is, was, I guess, here yesterday. We had a down-to-dunk yeah. listener yeah, investigating. Exciting. Yeah. Eating somewhere at Chisholm Creek, it looked like. Uh, Amy and I were out. We went to Chisholm Creek to see if we could find him. <gasps> and... Didn't find him. I'm going to go to the audio. No, he wasn't there. Oh, dang it. <laughs> oh, come on. Paula, we have audio of you saying that Oklahoma City sucks. Yeah. So uh, what do you think about that? I was. I had a bunch of questions in my head that I was forming as we were driving over there. So, all right, Would you have fun. really done that? Yes, 100%. Gosh, you are... I he's, a like pro. S- he's a pro. He's a pro. in the corner just staring at him. No, Paula McHale, Andrew Slack, Down to Dog Podcast. Explain <laughs> yourself. Explain yourself. 11 years ago, you said this. <laughs> Yeah, I would have definitely gone to talk to him. Um, I was very disappointed that that I couldn't, though. But yeah, it's uh, the, I want to give him credit, the original Gons on Twitter took a picture of him. Although it's, it's hard to tell if it's him. I believe but it. But it is a tall guy. Very it tall. is. With very similar hair. You I, know, it could have been I Patrick be- Mahomes. I believe him. The Ooh, same, the same mistake made at the yeah. Formula One race. It's true. It's true. So at twelve, what's your prediction? Um, man, I don't. It's so difficult to know. This draft, that's this draft why, is going to be. Why we trust you, Andrew? This draft is going to be really fun because no one really knows what's going to happen at four. You know, yeah. like what are the Kings? Are the Kings really going to take Jaden Ivey? Oh, they're going to take Keegan Murray. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe they swing for the fence with Shane Sharp. I don't know. Does Shaden Sharp fall to 12? God, Shaden Sharp already feels iffy to me. And then him going to the Kings just solidifies that. Like It would be horrible. Yeah. It would be a oh, horrible he, landing yeah. spot for him. If he falls to 12, I mean, I don't know. He feels like the guy that Sam, if, I, if he did move up, I think he would be the guy he would go after. There's a chance he falls to 12. Then sign him up. Would you rather know. have Shaden Sharp or Johnny Davis? I think I would swing on Shaden Sharp. Yeah, that's on the same way. Yeah. AJ Griffin or Shaden Sharp? I think I would take Shaden. Benedict Matherin. Cumberbatch. Um, ooh, that's a tough one. I would I probably lean Shaden Sharp. See? Just because See? just because if if <laughs> they point, Jay. if any Thank of those you. guys la- are at 12, if he's at 12, it's the biggest swing you can take. And you just swing for the fences. If he if he is what some people think that he is, and he's like Tracy McGrady, like a 6'6 T Mac, or if he's like Zach Levine, 
you have to take him. I think the the exercise you just walked us through a couple of minutes ago shows us it doesn't really matter who you take at 12. They're going to be better. They're going to be, be good. It's true. The 12 pick is good. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm that's why I've kind of been like team don't trade up. Don't do it. Un- unless see here's the thing where you trade up is if you're Sam and you actually know who's good. Because the thing with Sam and his team is that they know this class very, very, very well. And know Shaden well. And know everybody well. I don't even have to ask them. I don't even have to have them tell me that. I just know it because they put it like they put in the work. Like they travel. They've seen all these guys in person like a hundred times. Like they know well, this I, class I'm very, very well. I'm not sure which one of the eight and a half trillion NBA draft podcasts said this. Maybe it was you all. I don't know. But somebody talked about the thing that the Thunder do as well or better than most organizations is scouting these guys even before they're in college. So they know oh, what yeah. the 2025 class yes. is already looking like and who they like in that that group. And yep. So, Jay, a lot of the times these NBA teams know who these players are going to be by the time they're three years old. Yeah, they're that that in it yeah. to win it. They're into genetic scouting. Yeah. They actually know like what parents today yep. who yeah. could have kids the highest would potential. have the best yeah. kids. Parent groupings. Yeah. 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 Parent groupings. Genetic scouting is uh, so, it's the way of the future. But they're not. I mean, number one is they will work Shaden Sharp out. They will also do interviews. I heard Sam is a matchmaker, actually. He knows he is trying to get two people to get together. That's like, cute. There's a, there's a, is he like Hitch? Is that, is that a movie he where he's is, trying to do that? Yes. <laughs> oh. Sam Presti is hitch yeah and in fact if if someone could right now make a <laughs> get, we're not, we're not going to spoil it but y'all maybe just spoil the t-shirt design yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you would put sam presti's face on will smith's body uh-huh. on the cover of hitch send it to what, us is that what that movie's about send it He's to a, us he is a matchmaker send right? it to us we'll yeah. re- send it to us we'll retweet because but, that's what sam has it's been doing but he's bad at no he's he's not, bad at love no, he had his heart broken. Also, he's but not he's, really a matchmaker because he's only working on one. He's only working on Kevin. Uh, yeah, because he knows that Kevin. I mean, yeah, but Kevin James is the most Kevin recent yeah. of his many. But yeah. it's more of like a matches made. I thought, but the, a matchmaker has to be on both sides. Has That's to be not, working two people. Not, mm, not, necessarily. not necessarily. Really? Yeah. So what he does is he is an investigator. <laughs> yeah. And so he knows the female in this case, yes. everything about her. So he's going to turn you the into president. the perfect companion ah. for that lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wasn't she the because president of the United States is, in that all movie? All he does is, no. no she's like know. a fashion. What are you she's talking like a model. about? What movie are does, you talking about? Kevin, what am I talking about? Dave. About? You're talking about the American president. Huh? Does, does Kevin James or Will Smith kick her on the sea dip? No, that's, no Will that's Will Smith. Will Smith. Will Smith does that. Yeah, yeah, but he does Sam Presti, Eva Mendez. Okay, because yeah. he's bad at love. She's a reporter trying to figure out who Hitch is, uh, but they fall in love. That's the uh, thing. Okay, is okay, you okay, think okay, initially okay. they're going to be adversarial? Yeah, uh, but yeah, they end yeah. up falling in love uh, mm-hmm. okay. after the sea dude kick. Man, you know after so the much kick. about Hitch. Yeah, you do. Kevin you James, so a ton about it. Kevin James falls in love with the model. Model falls in love with Kevin James. Wow. wow. She's a model? I think so. And Sam Presti drafts their child. 
There you go. Anyways, the Shade and Sharp. Oh, there's a mystery Hitch. to most of us. The movie Hitch. The movie Hitch. If, yeah. if, you, haven't, if you haven't seen it. <laughs> you know so much about Spoiler alert. When was the last time you here. saw that? That has to be recent. Hitch is 100% one of those movies that... It's your favorite movie. Back in the day, you used to just be on TNT all the time. Yeah. So I would just like, oh, I'll just watch parts of it. So I've watched parts of it hundreds of times. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Shade and Sharp. He has an allergic reaction. Oh, wow. We're going back in. We're diving back in. I know the allergic reaction. Jay's put this movie plot together like a puzzle. He's like... (laughs) (laughs) Never watched it. I've never watched 20 minutes at a time. All these different... Not one time. Anyway. Did you find the corner pieces? Um, (laughs) They've... The Thunder have seen Shade and Sharp. They knew Shade and Sharp when he was the 50th best prospect in his draft class. You know they they know who he is. They've seen him play way more than any NBA draft nerd or anybody that's. I don't know, man. Chip Jones, that guy might. I don't know how a front office doesn't have him on their staff. I don't know either. He was on the Wednesday pod. If you haven't listened to it, I was. There were moments where I was literally like, "This guy, his understanding of what these guys do on the court is." Different than anybody's I've ever. Heard. When he started talking yeah. about hips flipping fast, I was yeah. like, "Wow, this either, guy either hip he's, flips." Either he's really good, or he's just making it up. And I don't know. Really good at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He either knows what he's talking about, or is an expert at BS. You know, but we talk about unbelievable on Twitter when people take these every year. There seems to be like a new body part that we're supposed to be watching. If yeah, you're yeah. a smart NBA fan, right? Hips flipping is one I had not heard before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he's on to something with what that. Were, what were the past ones? Oh, gosh. What else? First step is a huge one. Ooh, first step. First step. First take. Got a lot of bursts. Explosive first, first step. Ooh. Yeah. What are other What are other <laughs> NBA phrases that you always are like, you say it or you hear it and you just feel stupid mm-hmm. if you don't really know what it is? What are mm-hmm. other phrases out there? One of my favorite ones, and I do know what it is, but attacking a closeout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, they can really attack a closeout. That's yeah. always a funny one to me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to attack a closeout. Yeah. Anything else? That's interesting. I've never really thought mm-hmm. about that one too much. I think I understand what it means. Yeah. Yeah, I think you do. I don't know if you do, but I think you do. Attacking a closet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are, we, are we getting tired of talking about the draft yet, or would you do this year-round? Uh, I like this draft in particular. Is that just because we have such a vested interest in it? I mean, if I didn't, it would be not as fun. The draft has like been the, the only thing of value it. this year. I do like the guys in this draft. That's yeah, what I was asking. I think there's a lot of good players in this draft. I think at 30, there's a lot of role players that I think will be good. Um, <laughs> I said this... The kids walking by the bathroom and just going, "Oh Lord, <laughs> <laughs> what is happening here?" Um, I think having two N twelve makes this draft super interesting because I think they're going to get two really good players. Yeah, but how are they going to fit them all on this roster? Explain it to me. Well, there's a lot of really bad players on this team. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> would a be a lot of expendables. Would be the way to start. There's. There's three guys I think you could wave right away. and Don't list them. Don't say I it. would bet that there will be Thunder fans that will not notice. 
Oh, yeah. Totally. If you, halfway through next season, if we went out with a microphone in front of everybody and say, hey, who did Sam Presti wave last in the off season? Can you tell me those three names? I bet you 10% of people could name the people that were gone. And I bet you, of those three players, there were... <clears throat> There were very popular tweets that were like, this player is the future of the Thunder. Or a lot of, is he a guy? Is he a guy? Is he a guy? Yeah. So. Clearly a dude. Yeah. Nah, man. 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 Clearly a man. So, yeah. I would. Oh, somebody said a a good phrase is verticality. WKM14. Oh, it's a good one. Verticality. Oh, man. Incredible verticality. That's good. Yeah. Uh, And then just like the generic, like, he's just got a. He's got an NBA body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got a great body. What's his frame? What's his frame going to look like? Yeah. Wingspan. You're naming very easy yeah, things. You know, yeah. I know, but those are, all, those are like the buzzwords, you know? Those are good. <laughs> it's good. Who do you like at 12, Jay? Uh, I honestly, like, we've said so many names where it's like, depending on who falls there, like, obviously, if AJ Griffin's there, I'm excited about that. Matherin's yeah. my favorite guy. Basically, yeah. after Paolo. We're not getting him. I know. Uh, I like Johnny Davis just because of what you have been all in on. And I do like Jeremy Sohan. Like, so I could, I would really be pretty pleased with most of those guys if they fell. Mm-hmm. I don't love, like, even though Chip Jones kind of talked about it, I do not love the idea of taking a traditional center. I'm way more in your camp on that yeah, as far I mean, as, like, just don't even worry. Even if you went, even if somebody's there at 30 yeah, and you were like, hey, let's take a hit on Walker Kessler. Fine. Yeah. Uh, I would not do that. Yeah, but you know, whoever it is that may be there, whatever the kid's name is from Arizona, that's the center there as well. But Christian Coloco. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, expend, do not expend higher draft picks unless it's a generational, like guaranteed. Yeah. Joel Embiid or, uh, you know, even Aiton style guy. Like, I still wouldn't mm-hmm. have taken him one. Obviously, like, you look in that draft, and even though Aiton has been great and he's going to get a max contract somewhere this offseason, but like, you would much rather have Doncic or Trey Young and then take a shot at getting another center. Yeah. Fred and I did a piece for The Athletic um, about like who's going to be in the 11 to 12 range, and we asked people that work for NBA teams that are like scouts and like assistant GMs about these players that they've scouted and to give us their opinion on 11 different players. And Has it already come out? Yeah. Where'd that come? came out yesterday. I'm going to read that real quick. So... It's uh, it's it is interesting. We you know we asked him about Duran and his like offensive role, and they just they don't see it. They don't see him being a good offensive player, um, hmm. really at all. So, which I thought was interesting. This feels like a good time just to tell people if you aren't a subscriber to the Athletic, a dollar a month for six months. That's right. Why not? Theathletic.com/slash/challenge/dunk. Do it. And if you do it through the link that we just said, we get um, a pat on the back. Yep, I haven't and received that pat yet, but and maybe some, boy. maybe and someday, maybe mm. someday, maybe someday. Anyways, yeah, you can go read that piece. It's really interesting, and there we can't reveal who the people are. Um, they're not Thunder people. I will say that, but they're like people high up in organizations that like really, really know their stuff. So. Definitely, and definitely worth your time. That's 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 a real mark of a real journalist. Can't reveal your sources. That's right. That's perfect. That's great. Don't do it. 
Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Taylor, who do you like at 12? Hmm. At 12, I had a crush on this girl named Hillary Repco. Is that true? Yeah, I really liked her. Repco? Repco, yeah. She, I was still in Ireland, and she was American, and I think we had some things in common. I also liked this girl named Christine Lewis, who's my next-door neighbor, and uh, still friends with her today. Really? Dangerous friend. The girl that got away. Did you say dangerous friend? What does that oh, mean? I don't know. She's in the danger zone? It's like verticality. Yeah. What's a dangerous... <laughs> What's a dangerous friend? It's like the... I, I should hit the, my button. Is this is this the is this your topic? I know the Dangerous Knights crew. Let's go around the table and name our dangerous friends. Oh, hey, I'm Tejon. This is my favorite debut. Okay, the Boston crowd in the finals. That's not coming. You're falling apart, man. Coffee coming out of my nose. It's mm. a hard morning. Uh, Boston crowd. Been get- <laughs> now I'm like all emotional. God. I know. It's kind of it's making me go- feel nice. <laughs> Boston crowd. A lot of people talking about the Boston crowd and how rude they are, how vile. They're so disgusting. And then what I'm hearing from the Boston crowd is they're just being like normal sports fans. They're just being loud sports fans. At least fans. they're not the jazz fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jazz fans are way worse. But I'm losing a lot of uh, I'm losing a lot of respect for the Warriors, the actual players. Yeah, um, just because they're being such dweebs about it. Yeah, like definitely. the the Draymond Green thing, right? What he was so mad about and what his wife was so mad about was the crowd was chanting. If if you were just looking at their reaction, you would think, man, this crowd must have said some horrible things. Like what happened to Chris Paul's family or something like that. They're trying to fight him or yeah. hug him, hug him without consent exactly yeah <laughs> but the what the crowd <laughs> was screaming insane. what the crowd was screaming was f draymond green but the I'm actual like, word or just the f the actual word okay oh, nice i'm like okay so how does that not happen all the time i don't know that doesn't seem that bad to me but i have a quote here from adam silver um i want I want fans to enjoy themselves. Of course, from the league office, you want to see it done with respect. But I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so funny to me. And then uh, we have Clay Thompson on the Boston crowd. And I'm going to say it in this voice. We've played in front of rude people before. Dropping F-bombs with children in the crowd. Real classy. Good job, Boston. As if not... Listen, every arena, people are cussing. It's not weird to be dropping f bombs. No, it's not weird. But I'll tell you, like going to games with my son, it is one of those things. You don't that love if you're it? around somebody that is yelling the f word. It's not my favorite thing in the yeah, world. It's not no, my it's thing. not. But it's like NBA players. You've heard much worse than this. Yeah, a whole crowd moments. chanting it is impressive. Well, did you also, see? Also, it's cool. Boston. Like, what are you expecting from this? Is Boston like they're literal? It's just a Boston thing. Stereotype they, is yeah. it, like. F Draymond Green. Like, yeah. that is their stereotype. Yeah. I think Barstool Sports is selling a shirt that just says, Draymond is a B. Just a green shirt. That's all it says. Yeah. So that I mean, doesn't like, surprise me that's from just, them. Did you see the the Clay Thompson video that's resurfaced from, like, 2016 or 2015? <laughs> Was it a game six, per chance? Jay, will you just shut up? <laughs> <laughs> Jay, about to get muted. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do um, it. 
so Clay's talking about LeBron in the finals, and somebody said something horrific to LeBron as he's walking out, and he mm-hmm. gets upset about it. And then Clay's like on the mic, like, well, I guess he's crying about it. You know, I guess he's crying about what people are saying to him. You know, something to yeah. that effect. And like, like quote tweeting him saying what he said, and then like saying like, listen, man, like this was you, you know, five years ago, and this is how you felt about it then. Was that, and it's and what it is, it's just sore losing. Yeah, is what yeah, it is. Right. It it's is. not even about what's being said. Even from Draymond, like I. I cannot believe Draymond. Draymond seems like the player that should be like, I love it. I love when they say this stuff to me, blah, blah, blah. And he's up there complaining about it. It's a, it's a sore loser. I they're know, bad, they they're bad like at they're, they're bad at losing and like actually like taking it and owning it. That's what this is. Yeah, if they won, do you think we're hearing anything about the Boston crowd after the game? Like, no way. No, they I mean, don't forget whenever they were also here when Kevin Durant came back and they played into the cupcake thing. They got a shirt. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah. loved that stuff. Yes. They loved being, when they were winning everything, they loved being that kind of heel yeah. part of it. To me, it's a sign. Them complaining about the crowd and about the officiating, it's a sign that they know they're not as good as Boston. Yeah, I think they're worried. I really do. I think that that's. I think that that's it. If they were confident, if they came out of that game confident that you know what, we're still going to win this series, they're not talking about the Boston crowd. They're not talking about or anything they're but it up the game. And almost encouraging, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah, using it as fuel. Yeah. But like, oh, we love it. Yeah. Clay no. doesn't have it anymore. Yeah. Draymond like is a basket case. Draymond was really bad. That was so three. bad. That was maybe one of the worst. Fifteen thousand, fifteen points in three games. Oh my god! It's insane. Is that real or so, I just make that up? I thought right. I saw that. Uh, it sounds real. Does it sound good. Just sounds, sounds good, good to me. Though. Sounds Leave good. In. Leave it in. Uh, I just think that I think that that's what this is about. Yeah, more and, than anything. And I think you know to play to your point, I think you would see it in the front office too if they were really nervous. And here's a tweet from Jay Dumas reports. Is that he's? I don't know. Whatever. Dumas. Yeah. Um. Gotta be I've, careful with that one. I know, dumbass. Dumas. I've chatted with multiple Warriors staffers who work in various different roles in the org, and their experience here in Boston has been crazy. One told me I had to take off my dub shirt Wednesday because I kept getting cussed at. Another said I've been flipped off seventeen times. Seventeen flipped off one. If you say someone flipped you off, that's a dweeb way to say it. What do you say? What do you say? Uh. Given, given, I don't know. The bird. Given the bird. I don't know. It's just like, I'm going to flip you off. I just but think what of like a little kid. Then? I don't I know, know. But what do you middle say? Finger. You gave go? me the middle finger. Yeah, That's better. Me the middle I'll finger. take that. Hey, so. Flipped off. Let me, fl- I'm going to flip you off. My my kids have recently learned what it what that is. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, so yeah. To, to Archie came up to me and he was like, is this bad? It's like, yeah, it is. I'll tell you what it means. I told him what it means and he's like, oh. One time, when I was younger, someone flipped me off. I will not reveal who on the podcast. Andrew? No. But they turned to me, and they showed they showed me, they, they flipped me off, showed me their middle finger, and they go, do you know what this means? <laughs> this means I hate you. <laughs> who was it? Call can't, him out. That was no, too rude. No, no can't. don't do it. Don't do can't it. Can't do it, but so, it was very funny. Let me ask you, just, to, <laughs> just for the sake of clarity, <laughs> if you... If Oklahoma City played Boston in the NBA Finals in yeah. four years, yeah, and you traveled to Boston, yeah, would you come in like blazing 
Thunder outfit. No, no, no. no. I don't think if I I'm would. a fan, I'm not putting myself in that position. No way. But if you're the team, if you're the a, Warriors, yeah. If you work for the team or you're part of the team, you wear team stuff like. Exclusively. Or you just wear a suit. I do like take my dub shirt like off. You're more than likely in the management side of it. Yeah, but management nobody nobody wears suits anymore in the NBA. How about that? Like not. It, Pat Riley did. It's like very, very few. He's seventy-seven people. years old and could do more push-ups than you can. That's right. Yeah, Andrew, quit talking about Pat Riley like that. You probably can. You probably can. Yeah, I don't. I just am like you are asking for it if you're showing up in like blazing Warriors outfits. But. Dude, I feel like you could. It would be any city. You would catch flight. Maybe Portland, they'd be like, you know, more nice about it. And then maybe Oklahoma City, where okay. they're just like, hey, I we're just glad you're here. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, we're gonna get you. <laughs> Please be nice to our city. Yeah. Whoop. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, the only, my only counter argument to this is that like post pandemic, like, you know, people are freaking out on airplanes more. People are like violence and stuff like that is up a little bit. It's true. And so yeah. people are probably just more like cognizant of this behavior because it right now is kind of turning into people are a little more on edge a little more on edge yeah. and you know that's people real. don't know yeah. how to act coming out of the pandemic i'm not sure that's bit. changed boston i'm i'm assuming boston pre-pandemic post-pandemic is still this but you gotta th- but you gotta think every you know if everyone is everyone's a little bit more on edge you know boston a little bit more on edge there you go oh let's get deep let's get deep guys well, it's not going to be very long, but this past Sunday, there was a WWE pay-per-view had a five-star match, which is very rare mm. in WWE. It is Cody Rhodes versus Seth versus Seth, Seth. Seth Rollins, Rollins in Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell, five stars. And what happened before the match was Cody Rhodes tore his peck and no. it and he still wrestled the match wow and his like like his whole pack and like down to his elbow is just purple yikes it was it was wild one of the most wild, like wild sports performances i've ever seen and if you can wow. it's on peacock it's the last hell in a cell from last sunday if you can if you have access to it go and watch it it's wild, and it will be talked about for a very long time in the world of wrestling. That sounds epic. Wow. Yes. Now, I, and because it's been 11 years since the last five-star match in the WWE main roster. Wow. So what is a five-star match? There's this guy that rates every match like that's ever happened in wrestling, basically, oh. ever. And he does not give WWE main roster five-star matches very often. Mm. So it's been 11 years since the last one. Wow. One got it. 11. Worth seeking out. It is the first 10 minutes the crowd is silent because how bad the injury is. Wow. It's crazy. That is crazy. Crazy. Um, shout out to crazy. Shout out to the Thunder. Crazy. They, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Every year they make a documentary. They made one this year called "The Seeds of Greenwood." It's actually really good. It's about the Thunder Fellows program that they started in Tulsa. You can watch it tonight at Scissor Tail Park for free. For free. Mm. So go check that out. You can get Spark Burger. I haven't it's had quite it good. I want. Spark it's, it's good. It's, it's good. very good. It's, good. it's very good. Go get, your, go get yourself a Spark Burger. Go watch the documentary. You can see Sam Presti do a reverse dunk on a ten foot goal. <gasps> what? Yeah. I did not real. know he could do that. Yeah. Is real. there a trampoline involved? No. 
No, no, no. He's got mm. he's got real hops. It was him when he was like sixteen or something. Really? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, thought yeah. it was now. Hmm. Um, he is. <laughs> there is some of Sam Presti now talking in it, but it's about this program that they've developed in Tulsa. Um, it's really, really good, really good stuff. So go check that out tonight. Tell uh, them down to dunk sent you. We so, get a pat on the back. I love that. Tell, tell them, them down to dunk sent you. They are, will not know what that means, but tell them. <laughs> Just please. tell random people. Hey, down to dunk told me your burgers are good. <laughs> uh, anyways, I got to live. I got to live a childhood dream yesterday. At the, I got to go watch it yesterday at the theater in downtown. They give us these wristbands at the theater, which we got to go to the concession stand and they let us have whatever we wanted at any, like anything we wanted at all. Oh my God. As many as you can. As many as you want, as much as you want. And that'd be a problem. Were you there? Was it just you? Uh, I took my wife. How much, what did you get? What did you get? Um, Hot dog. Uh Hot dog. French fries. Uh French fries. Where did you go? Drink Harkins. Oh. Harkins. Har- no, so repeat that third one. Hot dog. Drink. Harkins. Drink. What kind of drink? Uh, so <laughs> repeat that again. Harkins Theater. Harkins Theater. What kind of drink? Uh, Coke Zero. Coke okay. Zero. Coke Zero. It's good. Yeah, it was good. It was a five. Yeah, it was good. Thank you. I thought you were trying to slap <laughs> that, down my that numbers. It? Is that Twizzles? it? No. Um, popcorn. Okay. Holy crap. Uh, peanut M Ms. Here's why I asked why this because I know if so anyone's going to abuse this, it's, it's Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I looked back at all the media people behind me. I said, "I'm stocking up on whatever oh, I want." They knew. Hey, they already peanut knew. Butter, it's peanut butter M Ms. Peanut only peanut M Ms. Peanut. Didn't have, they didn't have peanut butter. Um, mini unwrapped Starburst. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good. That's a good movie treat. It's hard though because you can like smash what would be like a whole pack. Yeah. yeah, without even blinking. Oh yeah, yeah. hot pickle. <laughs> no, you did not. Hot get a hot, are you serious? Yeah, I got did you eat them? The did you eat them in that order? I don't know. Give me your order. What's it's, like, it's, it's all such a haze. I don't remember. Hold on. Let's rehash this: popcorn, hot dog, French fries, <laughs> peanut M and M's, hot pickle. <laughs> what am I missing? Starburst. 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 And a Coke, Coke Zero. Zero. And a Coke Zero. Did you get a really? She didn't go with a full calorie soda. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you, good move. Did you get a, re- did you get a refill like of the Coke Zero? They don't allow refills. So did you just get a whole another Coke Zero? <laughs> I didn't. No, I did not. That's always my so, favorite thing. Like, I'll take a quarter pound, double quarter pound. What am I supposed to do, Jay? What do you suggest I do? Water. water? Get a normal what's Coke. There? What's the order that you there's ate an, them in? Why would you get a yeah, normal? Just push yourself over the edge. There's not. Listen. There's that's. That was the healthiest meal they had. Do you have Kool-Aid? I bet you went hot dog fries first. Well, the thing is, they hand you the popcorn first. Yeah, you snatch So you're going a little bit of popcorn first. And then the hot dog fries. Yeah. Hey, don't they have... Starburst. Actually, I didn't eat any of the Starburst. Oh, so if you had had known that you had a wristband that gave you free concessions, would you have come earlier to the theater... Yeah, it's been like I guess I we'll take trips back to your car. <laughs> Lunch. <laughs> Here's a box of candy. Just storing it in your car. Harkins. We'll be right back after this quick break. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com 
slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. And we're back from that quick break. And we're back. We're back, and it's time for some Twitter questions. Wait, I've got a Twitter question. Twitter questions. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, stop the song. Stop the song. Now we answered it for you. This is Twitter questions. Do you guys wait to fill up until you hit E? Come on, man. Not in this economy. Hey, guys. Really? No, man. What's the move on gas right now? Don't use it. Vibes. (laughs) Don't walk. Sam's. Vibes. Sam's. I go to Costco. Or Costco. Yeah. Hey, guys. We got a Twitter question. And it comes. 30 cents. Try 30 cents. 30? Yeah. Why are you yelling? Because five it's a cents big is like deal. a ridiculous amount to say. Like, I know. You're I, I right. think Costco was only like ten cents cheaper. I still did it. Try thirty, man. It saved me one dollar. It was on one. It was one mile away from an on queue. Thirty cents cheaper. Wow, that does make a difference. Deal. Yeah. That's a deal. It's a deal. It's a deal. Here's hey. the deal. Is it? Isn't it better? Like to fill up a full tank, mm-hmm. even for my car. My car is fourteen gallons. I think sixty bucks from E to full, sixty bucks. Here's the thing. I can't imagine some of these bigger cars. I, I see ones where it's like, like big gas tanks are like, oh, that was $200. It's like the thing that's like, but it's, maybe it's other states. It's on Twitter. I don't know. Yeah, the pump before me, it was $100. Yeah. Exactly. Which means they didn't even fill up their tank all the way. They were just like, I can't do more. I'm not spending like, more yeah, than $100, $100 on gas right now. And then, yeah. so, but for me, it's not like, so then if you do half a tank, then it's only 
25. 25, exactly. Right. So it I just, feels, it, it just feels different. Mm-hmm. It's more about feeling than logic. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. it's the same amount. Mm-hmm. Just so feels eventually, better. yeah. Feels better. 30 bucks twice or 60 bucks once? That's the question. Mm-hmm. That's, yes. that's, what, that's from Hamlet. <laughs> 30 bucks once, mm-hmm. 60 bucks once, or 30 bucks twice? That is the question. From Hamlin? Hamlet. Hamlet. Hamlin. Hamlin. Hey guys, let's get to Twitter questions. My favorite play, Hamlet. Hamlet. I love Hamlet. Hey guys, let's get to Twitter questions. Our first one comes from Okla Soda Gal. Hey, Taylor, try to ask you about gas. Taylor, what? Before we get there, Taylor wants has really pressing something he wants to do. Okay. Oklahoma gal asks, "Why not Banchero at two? I like Chet, but Paolo highlights have me rethinking. Such a tough choice. Paolo's super good. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Um, Paolo's really good. He's the best passer of of any of the guys that are going to go in the top three. Probably the best passer of anybody that's going to go in the draft. So, is he the most ready prospect? Yeah, he's just more physically ready than everybody else." I thought, um, I thought Jabari was pretty physically ready. Uh, Jabari's younger than everybody. I, I don't think 14. he's... 14. He's, yeah. Believe it or not. One of those boy genius type situations? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah this, like is a, this is... Like a doogie, Hauser? More of a smart guy. Like a, like a smart guy. Oh, TJ. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I like Paolo. I would not be super shocked to find out that Paolo's the guy. Yeah. For the Thunder, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that surprised. He does present the reason why it's Chet and not him is that he does present unique defensive issues for you right away because um, you're going to need to have a really good defender next to him. With Chet, like, Chet is your defense. Like he becomes like the fulcrum of your defense, and he's a good offensive player too. That's why you want Chet over Paolo. However, if you think that Paolo's offense is going to be that much better than Chet's and it's going to be elite and he's like, if he is Jason Tatum, then you take him. Uh, I'm, I don't think that's the case, but there's a lot of people that do. So. Are you still, you're still Chet at two. You said this earlier yeah. in this podcast. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I can imagine that Paolo's workouts are unbelievable. I mean, yeah, he's incredibly skilled. He's giant. I mean, Chet, I mean, probably all three of those guys are. It feels pretty clear. Like, I was listening to Vecini on the way in. It's like, like a two, minus 200. How do you do betting stuff? I'm so bad at this. Minus 200 is the odds for Jabari to go at number one. Yeah, that means he's a favorite. You but, will get money. Yeah, like a substantial favorite to go yeah. first. So it feels pretty set in stone. And then I think betting yeah. odds are also the Chet. Wait, well, two. what's the next one, though? I don't know. Five billion. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so thank, thank you, Jay. I don't know. I just listen. I just I admitted. You give I, me one number. I don't know what the I don't know what the other numbers four? are. Sixteen. <laughs> just a bunch thank of degenerate. You. Obviously, a bunch of degenerate gamblers yeah. here. Uh huh. Know what we're talking about when it comes to gambling? Yeah, huge, huge better over here. This guy. Uh huh. That's what people say. I'm a better. I'm a better. I like, I like <laughs> slots. I like slots. I like slots too. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. 
They, it's from at Tyler Carroll one two who wants to know why is everyone sold on Jabari going first? Why aren't people thinking this is just a smokescreen like everything Presti does? Orlando front office really that straightforward with peaks? So with peaks, um, Jabari Smith is on BetMGM is minus five hundred to go first overall. Chet Holmgren is plus two fifty. Okay. Uh, Paulo Boncaro is plus a thousand. Jaden Ivey is plus thirty three hundred. Shaden Sharp's sixty six hundred. Um, Worth it. Got you. Got to take that. <coughs> I think. <laughs> you got it. In my opinion, <laughs> which one? all of them. My all educated them. gambling opinion. No, I mean, in almost every draft, you know who's going number one. In almost every single draft, you know who's going number one. You're gonna miss my miffed and peeved. It's maybe the best miffed and peeved ever. Do it right now. Do it right now. It's maybe the best miffed and peeved ever. I'll do it right now. Myth, 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 and Here, Here's something, can I guess what it is? So after I watched that new movie, The Thundermaid, I had diarrhea really bad. <laughs> no, I did not. Hot pickle shooting right out of me. <laughs> I did. A whole hot pickle? I didn't. You know that I did not eat the hot pickle. <laughs> you swallowed it whole. Last Friday night, my, my it's around 8 o'clock, and... We are. Is poop really that funny still? Yeah, it is. Okay. It really is. Especially if it's a whole hot pickle. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Let's on, on. Last Friday night around 8 o'clock. We're on the back porch. My kid's like, let's go fishing. There's a there's a, a new kid in the neighborhood who's out there fishing with his dad. They're like, we want to go fishing with him. Okay. They grab the fishing pole. We didn't have any like real bait, so they like grab hot dogs, and so we start cutting up the hot dogs. Where we put the hot dog on the hook, the line is messed up, and so I'm like, okay. So I start messing with the line. The hook drops to the ground. My dog comes over, eats, eats it. Eats it. I've had that happen. Eats the hook. Eats the hook and the hot dog. Oh. Bacon, bacon with my dog. We're growing up. It breaks. The line breaks, and she swallows it. Uh-huh. Oh. So I run in. I run into the house and I tell Amy, "Hey, come outside," because she's trying to get Arden to sleep. Our youngest. She comes outside, and I'm like, "Chloe just swallowed a fishing hook," and Amy just like completely unfiltered looks down at her, looks at me, and she goes, "She's gonna die." <laughs> that's the th- that's the thought. And so I immediately Google, what do you do if your dog swallows a fishing hook? It's a horrible Google. Don't do it. Oh, my God. Because it's basically your dog's going to die is, is what it is. So I'm on the phone. I'm calling. Is this why I haven't heard your dog bark this these morning? These vet hospitals. <laughs> Where is this leading? Wait a second. I, I'm calling all these vet hospitals. There's two like emergency vet hospitals. There's one on Memorial that's real Blue, close. Blue Pearl. I call Blue Pearl. We should be basically part owners. I call them. so expensive. (laughs) They are full to capacity when I call them. So I called this other joint that's on 23rd and MacArthur. And I said, can I please bring my dog to you? She swallowed a fishing hook. And they say, yes, bring her right now. I am in slippers (laughs) and just like... I look disgusting. I was just getting ready to go fishing, and I'm just speeding down Hefner Parkway 
to get to this place. I've got my dog there. She looks happy as a clam, has no idea what's going on. Yeah, she just ate a hot dog. Yeah, she just had a really nice hot dog. Yeah. Pull in. They, so you, it's still COVID rules there. So you have to sit in your mm -hmm. vehicle. Right now, I took my truck. My truck doesn't have AC right now. I'm sitting in this hot vehicle and they take her and I look at the tech and say, hey, is, has this happened before? Is she going to be okay? She goes, I don't know. This never happened. <laughs> and so I'm like, I sit, I get, it's about nine o'clock by this time. I sit in my truck until 1130 and don't hear a thing from them. And I call them like several times, like, got an update on my dog that you just took back there to do x-rays. And they're like, no, no update. And Eventually, I get a call from the doc, and she's like, hey, there's a fishing hook in your dog's stomach, and it's going to cost a kajillion dollars to get it out. Oh, my God. And so I'm freaking out by this time. <laughs> if I wasn't already sweating, I started sweating like profusely <laughs> at this moment. Anyways, they end up doing surgery on my dog that night. They don't start it until 1.30 a.m., so I'm staying up. It's a good time to focus. Are you there the like whole that. time? I, I, after that, I have to go in and like see her and sign paperwork, and then I leave. And say I, goodbye. I get home at like midnight. And yeah, and you don't know. Like, yeah, if it... it if, <laughs> saving grace is if she doesn't make it, you don't have to pay. <laughs> so. Not what they say. <laughs> is that a thing? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. So... <laughs> They're also like, hey, we're going to run a blood test on your dog, and if she's not healthy enough, we won't do it. And so we'll call you whenever the blood test results come in, <laughs> which is just like, oh, my. You know what? We should have that with people, though. Uh, anyway, move on. Whoa. Okay. Uh, anyways, they do the surgery. They call me at about 3.30 a.m., and she makes it through the surgery. She also has a clean bill of health beforehand. Yeah. She's in there. I hear her shaking around. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's all the hooks in her stomach. You hear? <laughs> yeah, those are all the hooks. They they gave me the hook. I have the hook in a in a jar. She ate a bunch of jingle bells. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was uh, horrible. That's terrible. Miffed and peeved. I, it was one of the worst nights sound, of my life. Sound callous. I'm genuinely because you're faced with an option at that point. Like, yeah, do I spend eighteen hundred dollars? How to much save is your dog, dog worth? Yeah, or do I just well. It was a lot more than that, by the way. Do I spend thirty six hundred dollars? Five thousand. Here's what. Here's what. Here's what. Thirty six hundred dollars. Eighteen hundred dollars. Five thousand dollars. Get you a great, well trained new dog. That's my. That's unfortunately my thought. But I don't have to explain. No, there's every. every here's the thing. Every here's pet the thing. owner makes that decision. Like, what's the line? Yeah. You have to make you have to make the decision. Here's the decision that I had to make, though. It wasn't. It wasn't even necessarily like the life of my dog. It's. My kids yeah, not wanting to go fishing ever again in their whole lives. <laughs> right. And like True. it was it was, it was definitely about my dog because like she is extremely healthy. Yeah. Like, will live like, yeah. will live for a long time. Anyways, we can get into wow. that. Wow. But it was horrible. It was a horrible, horrible night. That is truly a myth and That's when I call them back yeah. and I'm like, Do y'all take payment plans? How long can I pay on this thing? For yeah. Twenty yeah. years. It's like, well, I want to clarify my human. Uh, no, you don't. No, 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 we're going to keep moving you're on. Good. Um, oh, okay. 
Yeah, I was like, well, we're about to get a lot more credit card points. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's keep moving on. Let's run through some of these since we're already, I think, what, four hours into this podcast. Um, let's go to um, at Medicine Clam. Sam Presti shows up for the fry pod and says, guys, huge fan. Love what you're doing for the brand and fan outreach. Thank you, Sam. Uh, to celebrate episode 1172, I'm sending each of you three guests to one away game next season with floor seats, paid airfare, food, and hotel. Where are you going? That's a great question. Oh, Boston. Yeah, Boston. Boston. Those seem like my people. I'm going to be wearing just so much Thunder gear, seeing how many times I can get flicked off. Yeah, I'm going to flip them off right back. I'm going to cuss at them. <laughs> no, seriously, where would you want to go? Hmm. I mean, Boston. I've never been to Boston. I, you I haven't? I go to Boston. I kind of would want to go to the Garden. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. But you get floor seats at the Garden. Yep. Yeah. Sitting next to Spike Lee. Or Brooklyn. Barclays. I don't know. But the Garden is... is it's history. It's, it's yeah. legendary. Yeah. It is. That's probably what I would do because I've never been to the Garden. I've been to a few different arenas, but I haven't been there. So Madison Square Garden, I mean, if you've been to New York, mm-hmm. so if you take the train from Newark into New York City whatever Penn Station, I think it is, you literally come out of the station right in front of Madison Square Garden. Yeah. It's awesome. I love that Dang. city. Yeah, that'd probably be a good one too. And it would probably be a good game as well. I don't really care. I'm trying to think if there's I mean, any if other you, arenas if, I really care I mean, about. United Center in Chicago maybe. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. The new Chase Center in San Francisco. No. I've heard the best arena in the league is the Sacramento Kings Arena. Yeah, I'll never find that one. I'm not out. going there. I've heard it's the best. And they've got the best cookies. I'm thinking about City. How's their hot pickle sitch? <laughs> I didn't Tons eat the them. hot pickle. Yeah, Tons right. Man. Like God. man, that's a great question. Okay, next question is from at Fluky. Uh, if the goal is to win a championship and Shea isn't the clear 1A scorer, should you not draft the prospect that has the highest chance of being that player? I think it's a, that's a little bit too narrow-minded, honestly. Um, You're just taking BPA, man. I think that you take who you think the best player will be, not necessarily who you think the best score will be. Because there's, I don't know, like Jason Tatum is a great score, like really, really good, but he's not like the best score in the league. You know, and when they drafted him, I don't think they thought like he's going to be our 1A score. They just took him because they thought he was going to be the best player. Mm-hmm. And he's turned into like a really great distributor. Like He's been really, really good in his development of something that you didn't think he was going to be. Uh, so if you think that that if – if you think Paolo is that guy, then you take him. If you think that Chet is going to be like the best defender in the class, you think he's going to be like Rudy Gobert on defense and like – Dirk Nowitzki on offense. Anthony Davis on offense, then you take him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that – if you think that, well, <laughs> yeah. let's go. Let's I, I go. Know. Okay. Uh, next question. Um, this is from at Dort sixty nine sixty nine. Nice, nice, nice. How does it feel for Andrew? I think this was actually from last week. Maybe. How does it feel for Andrew to possibly be listened to by Bill Simmons from his podcast with KOC? I doubt that that happened, but you do. Yeah, but I mean, but cool. that's pretty incredible to be on a podcast with KOC. It was cool. It was very fun. Was he nice? He's extremely nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Ask him about if he still thinks Houston plays like a pack of ballerinas. I didn't. Mm. Did you ask him anything else? Uh, No. 
Jill talk about. Did like, you ask uh, him to play uh, his guitar like solo for you a little bit? What his favorite solos were? Um, classic rock. I no. Does he play guitar? Yeah, yeah he, he does. does. Uh, Is he good? Yeah. yeah, he's pretty good. Did you have a guitar off? Yeah, we did. We, uh, bing, 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 bing. That was yeah. me soloing. <laughs> All right, sorry. I'm a flat, yeah, I'm a no, flat picker, so it's fine. Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, he's a good guy. It was. What are you saying? <laughs> it was a That's, fun podcast. I was, uh, I was shocked when the DM came through when he was like, "Hey, I want you to come on my podcast." I was like, "Oh, you okay. kind of." Here's the deal, man: is you're kind of becoming the voice of the Thunderman. I don't know the Thunderman. The Thunderman. The you Thunderman. Are. Kind of becoming the voice of the Thunder. He like, is the voice of the Thunder. Yeah, but who, yeah, I'm just saying. There's no nobody else is specifically covering the Thunder right now except for Joe and Andrew. Why you got to say Joe's yeah. name like that? Joe, except for Joe. No, Barry Trammell. Yeah, no, Barry, Barry's everything. Yeah, the joke right now is like, oh, the Thunder Media. The Thunder Media is Joe Masato. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, that's it. He's he's the only person. He's the only like real beat writer. Yeah, covering the team right now, and he's doing a good job. He's great. I love yeah, Joe. Joe's the man. Last question, and I don't know if there's anything that can top it. Because we've already asked one question. Better that be about I was going to read. It was going to be, "What's your favorite ice cream?" That's from uh, yep. at Tyler Beats One. Any new ice creams on your? Uh, uh, I mean, Andy's Frozen Custard used to be a sponsor. Is the is like the best. I got the boot. I got the boot daddy. The boot daddy. Recently, it's my son's favorite one. It's very mm. good. The or, key lime pie custard there, which is a seasonal thing, yeah. is un. Real, it's very good to die for. <laughs> Would you let your dog pass? Would you let your dog die? No. No. You don't. I can't get into this conversation about my dogs because there's genuinely like the amount of money it would take for me to not fix my dog would be stupid. It yeah, five hundred dollars. Yeah, sorry, in the negative. Yeah, it's yeah. like literally any hospital bill. So. Yeah, <laughs> out, uh, sir. He just needs the shots. Nope, euthanize him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sir i promise it's 35 dollars. no nope. nah, sorry no, they're no, like no. They're very it's firm free deadline. why do you own it we do them free here <laughs> no i don't have time no sorry i can't wait very long. inconvenient um one last question for you taylor oh really hmm. are you miffed or you peeved miffed 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 miffed, miffed, miffed and peeved hmm I guess I kind of am about cars. So we have one more payment on one of our cars. Praise. Mm. Praise. But now you know what the uh, conversation is in our household. Yeah, you've got to get a minivan. <laughs> is now we have two kids and we could barely fit in this car that we're about to pay off. So oh, we need no. another car. Which is a terrible time to buy a new car. Oh, my God. So I'm a little miffed about that. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm working. I'm working here. But uh, I'm working here. Hey, I'm working here. That's what I say to Kay every time. The good thing is if you have four, you can fit in most cars. Yes. It's when you have that next kid in the next year and a half that y'all are going to be yeah. squeezed. The problem is a Jeep Renegade looks bigger on the outside than it is on the inside. Sure. It, there's no space at all. Nope. Mm-hmm. And rear-facing kids, that's a lot of room. Hmm. Actually, the biggest a kid like is... this on the... You're like chest yeah seriously like i couldn't Mm -hmm. get in when there's one behind me the largest amount of space a child takes up is when they're newborns Mm -hmm. and then when they're seven is when they're big again 
Everything's so chunky when they're newborns. Everything in the whole world, in your whole house, in your car, everything. It's true. It's too much space. Yeah. Lots of big things. My son came back. This is my Miffed and Peeved, I guess. My son came back from camp. Yeah. Which was, he had the time of his life, uh, which was at Disciple Camp, which is actually the camp where I met met Andrew and Luke uh, 20 years ago. Do you think Andrew liked it so much? Not this Andrew, your Andrew, because uh, maybe he got a kiss? No, because there's literally... he. (laughs) <laughs> he opened up his sleeping bag like it was this bag that we like threw like wet clothes in and all that stuff he had literally huh? been hoarding church chat snacks so he had like <laughs> 17 rice krispie treats 45 bags of fruit snacks that's like what andrew yes, did with the theater snacks it is two hot pickles it's an andrew it's an andrew thing <laughs> my son would can you imagine if you're trying to sleep and you hear someone like <laughs> They crunch into a big old pickle and just the stench like oh. permeates the room. Oh. So anyway, Spicy and, uh, but he came home and this is so <laughs> him and two of our neighbors, all three of them went together to camp, same camp, and they all came home and were so exhausted that on Tuesday, Monday night, they came home Sunday night. So Monday night we had like a neighborhood get together because the family's moving out of our neighborhood and they were all just the meanest like angry, like short tempered, emotional. And I was just like, what is, I spent 80% of my night just like corralling and disciplining my son and the other kids. It's like, everybody just calm down. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a little bit to be. There is, there is like that after camp. We just finished basketball camp. This is just, just don't do Just don't plan on anything. Like just let them watch TV and go to bed. Yeah. That's all they need to do. we, We even tried that. Didn't work out so well. Oh, gosh. It took two full days for my son to be normal. Really? Uh, and I was like, and so yeah. it leads me down this like path of, because he gets, <laughs> so he's almost 13. So he's in that almost teenage world. And so he's starting to be kind of emotional and different yeah. things like that. And so it's just one of those things where I'm like, everything you do in parenting sometimes, I'm like, am I, am I? ruining this child like what yeah. did i do is he gonna have long-term trauma <laughs> how many counseling sessions am i gonna have to pay for him when he gets older because of my mistakes and so uh, that's where it's like i immediately like drift into that yeah world. yeah and so no but right. after that he just needed a few nights sleep and now he's better yeah wow yeah how about that sleep does a lot I'm right it does there, a lot i'm right there with you brother it's wild man <laughs> it's tough uh pastor hall Thursday. Two weeks from yesterday. So if you listen to this on Friday, it's Thursday, June 23rd, 6 p.m. We're going to go until, I mean, who knows? What time is Fastle shut down? Whenever we want it we'll to. We'll shut it down, baby. 11? Oh, we're shutting it down. They're going to be fully 15. staffed, fully stocked, ready to roll, take care of the down to dunkers. And so if you haven't made plans to be there, do it right now. You can even get not even remotely cheap plane tickets. It's true. Right. They don't even have, they're not even going to be cheap. <laughs> no, not even cheap. You could not even remotely jump on a bus. I was trying to buy a flight to Vegas for for my wife. Six hundred bucks each way. Oh man, each way. Yeah, it's insane. Dude, I feel like Vegas used to have get there for like nine hundred fifty round trip. They used to pay you. Yeah, Southwest would. Yeah, you could make money. Yeah, Uh, South Bronx. All right. So be there. NBA draft. This is this is this is it for us, guys. It's gonna be great. All right. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events 
the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.